0: This is the Dancepreneuring Studio Podcast Session Number 137. Back to the Best of Dancepreneuring, Part 3. Hello and welcome to Session Number 137 of the Dancepreneuring Studio. I'm Annette Bone and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the privilege of sharing my journey back into the dance world after a super long time away from it the lessons I've learned, the transformation I've experienced, and the wonderful artists I've met along the way who also share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and business forward. So yes, we are going back again to the Best of Dancepreneuring Part 3. Lots of good information and inspiration in this session. And again, I hope that you check out the interviews in their entirety. Enjoy! Enjoy!
1: This is Nick Goblesh from the Dependent Independent Podcast, and you're listening to the Dancepreneuring Studio with my friend Annette Bone.
2: Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation.
0: Renee Harris has gone through a lot of adversity. However, she has overcome the biggest battle of her life, and dance helped her. Listen to this.
3: Dancing, again, it's my lifeline. I don't know what I would do without dancing. I think I I started dancing from when when I was born, (laughs) and I just never stopped. (laughs) I'm not the greatest (laughs) dancer, but I love it. I just, I love it. And it definitely helps me to relieve stress, number one. Helps me get through just my everyday challenges, and it totally uplifts my spirit in all facets of Renee. No matter what my life challenge is, whether if it it's regarding um, work, which can be very stressful, mm-hmm. relationships, health issues for me, and I've been able to just dance through it all. And my biggest life challenge was going through the process of breast cancer and undergoing chemotherapy, which was definitely a challenge. And I had to stop writing the book at one point. And then I was encouraged enough to be inspired enough to continue to pick it back up and write through it. So just dancing through that in between my chemo visits, I had an opportunity. I just danced when I could.
0: I had the pleasure of taking dance classes a few years ago with the kids of Get Down District. And they impressed me so much because for such a young age, they were incredibly focused, tenacious and encouraging to everyone around them. I had a conversation with Victor Gonzalez, and he talked about the importance of how he trains them. Listen to
4: this. So I guess my philosophy for them is pretty much just making sure that I train them really hard and always end with positivity and making sure that... I keep them focused, and I keep I keep reminding them about how good they can be and how focused. And I think they take that with them. And um, when they do take class, you know, I teach them about work ethic, et- work ethic, class etiquette. You know, I teach them everything I know, everything I'm I'm even learning right now. Everything I learn and gain right now as a dancer, I take straight to get down the straight, and I teach them exactly what I'm going through. So it also is exciting for them because they're pro- they're also on, they're not just on their journey, but they're also on my journey as well. So I think that's what unites us more and makes us a little bit more unique.
0: I love this quote from Steve Jobs that Trisha Gomez shared, and what it takes to be an entrepreneur.
2: Thank you. I think it's Steve Jobs who says uh, you don't have to be an expert to start, but you do have to start to be an expert. Ooh, I like that. Yes. Yeah. You know, and it, it, if it, for people who want to be entrepreneurs, I think what sets people who are entrepreneurs apart from people who want to be entrepreneurs is the action. You know that that fearless action of I may not do it right the first time but I'm going to learn my lessons and I'm going to try it again and well that worked okay let's do this you know let's kind of do that but maybe change it a little bit you know it's it's a learning process the whole thing is is from start to finish not easy at all but you do what you got to do because if you don't then you're not going to get what you want to get so that's kind of been my philosophy of just just go for it. Just do it. Why not?
0: My dance journey has reignited a deeper interest in the physiology and kinesiology and science and those kind of things behind dance and behind movement. Monica Volkmar shares a different perspective on injury prevention. Take a listen.
3: And it's really important to know that it's not the dancing itself that is the, to blame. It's no. the way you're doing it and the choices that you're making. Like everything you do is a reflection of your choices and your lifestyle. And that includes how dance feels for you and how it goes. So yeah, I think that's it's really huge.
0: If you've listened to any of my past sessions, you might've heard me mention that I love Canadians. They are just so nice. And Kirby Ray from Vancouver Talks here about how dance can be a delicious experience.
3: Well, with dance, I think that if what you're doing looks cool, it's definitely the the, the cherry on top. But in terms of, of physically moving it and, and working your body, it's important that you feel the motion and you you enjoy it. I, in particular, um, I love hip grinds, and rib isolations. I think it just feels, it feels delicious. It feels outside of the everyday movement. And if you can find choreography or movements which allow you to explore the different parts of your body, you just get so much more out of it.
0: Carrie Drugan is a savvy entrepreneur and she addresses the critical component of what your students want regardless of age.
1: So, like I said, based on my experience uh, from when I was 13 all the way to into my early 20s, the one thing that kept resonating with me over and over again was that people should be treated better. That it didn't matter, you know, what your level was, what your background was, what your age was, that everybody should be treated with kindness, love, and respect. And so that always went in through my teaching when I started teaching um, in high school and all the way to where I'm at now. And so being able to work with whether it's kids or adults. It's funny because they really are all the same. They all want to be heard. They all want to be cared for. They all want a chance to shine. They all want to have a supportive group. So it's interesting that even though I have as young as eight and all the way up to 52, that they're actually all very similar. Um, obviously, there's different type of music choices or different <laughs> movement choices that you would choose for kids or adults. Um, but it's the same energy. Everybody really wants to feel loved, respected, and cared for. And that is the overall theme in everything that we do.
0: Besides Canadians, I think Australians are incredibly warm and some of the nicest people I've met. And Joel Gallarde from Australia talks here about the important factors to consider when you are starting a business.
4: Um, I think one of the, the things that um, uh, an artist or, or a dancer really needs to think about um, in terms of um, building a business is... is um, is understanding their purpose in life. I mean, I I didn't really know um, know that at the beginning, even when I started my dance company. But the more and more I've been running my dance company, it's very important to know and understand your purpose in life. Um, And then also understanding yourself, meaning your strengths and weaknesses. And then because when you know your strengths and you know your weaknesses, you can find people, especially with your weaknesses, you can find people to help you if you're not good at that stuff. And then most important as well is to really find mentors. Again, we're not really taught this so much, or it's not a highlight in our education to find mentors. But if if um, I realize that even the, the greatest and the top people out there, say, um, who's a top golfer?
0: Tiger Woods or Tiger Woods.
4: Else, uh... Ti- Tiger uh-huh. Woods, yeah. Tiger Woods has um four coaches or mentors at least. One for his wing, one for his, you know, I mean, just in his sport. His, his, his so if, if top people like that have mentors, everybody should have mentors. <laughs>
0: Homer and Christina Ladas, a power couple in the tango world, share the importance of priorities in a business partnership.
1: Right off the bat, it, it's, it's really the, the respect has, has to be always uh, prioritized. The respect um, as being equals. In the in the dance, skill wise, and also um, in terms of dancing and in terms of teaching, um, we needed to recognize each other as complete equals in that in that realm. Um,
0: <clears throat> yeah, I, I always wanted Christina to have a strong voice, and um, I tried to give her lots of space so she could grow into that place, and she has become a powerhouse and uh, a, a very strong voice. And now she's, I think she's kind of the lead of most things that we do. So
4: <laughs> it's very exciting for me.
0: I love the following statement that Julie Schechter made on creativity and how that led her to become an entrepreneur.
4: Just
2: decided to jump and make the leap. And I think that the most important thing about it to me was, you know, obviously everybody wants financial security, and, you know, career stability. Those are wonderful things to have in your life. But I hadn't realized until this particular journey, how if you don't have a creative pursuit, if that's a big part of who you are as a person, like, forget about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're just like, there's no (laughs) chance of being happy, no matter how secure you are. So I think I realized that, um, Creativity was a higher order value for me than than stability.
0: I had an engaging conversation with Ricky Alvarez on the connection of mind, body, and soul in dance. Listen to this. The connection between mind, body, and soul really comes from the thought process of dance. Um, I watched an interview with Liza Minnelli, and she was talking about how um, the late Luigi would... um, Teach her that dance is acting. It comes from the mind, which is true because you have to see, uh, the choreography. You have to see the steps. You have to visualize what you're learning before you even step into the process. Obviously, body comes from, you know, your technical training, how you engage your core, how you engage your turnout, uh, the movement. And then the soul, it really comes from what you're putting behind the steps, behind the intent. If you would like to continue this conversation, I would love to hear from you in my private Facebook group, The Dancepreneuring Collective. You can send me a direct message and I will happily add you and I would love to get to know you better. If you found this podcast helpful or any of the other sessions helpful, I would really appreciate a rating, a review and for you to subscribe on either Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio or Google Play. And that way I can give you a shout out and also improve the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. And until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to spending time with you again.
1: Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at AnnetteBone.com. This podcast copyright by AnnetteBone.com and Dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.